Welcome. I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. Here I share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. Be sure to check out the show notes where you'll find details about the episodes, plus important links, including the link to the Dogged Planner and Workbook created just for handlers on a mission. So if you're ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, this week we're talking about this concept of pushing through. And, um, you know, people use it, this phrase a lot, pushing through as, you know, if they're pushing through something, right? Either maybe some moment in time or they feel like they should, air quotes always, um, be pushing through to work their dogs when they don't really want to or to go to trials when they don't really want to maybe or just, you know, get out of bed, you know, when they don't really want to. And I think this concept is really kind of interesting that we kind of use this phrase so much. Um, But I kind of, I don't know, for whatever reason, it just really hit me lately, probably because I feel like for some days right now, I feel like I'm pushing through, um, definitely pushing through some grief lately and trying to like do life as normal. But also I think we all like have to push through those moments where we don't really feel like, like doing the thing, like our discipline is waning or certainly our motivation isn't there. And yet we feel like we should, or we ought to, or we're trying to push through to the other side. And so I think there are some really good aspects of pushing through. And I think there's some really dangerous things of pushing through, right? Of course, the dangerous ones are easy. We can take that first, right? The dangerous ones are, you know, are you glossing over something? Are you not addressing something? Are you pushing past something? Are you, you know, trying to ignore something? Um, And, um, you know, then there's some other aspects of like when you're pushing hard because you're going for a goal and you're just kind of pushing through the pain of it or the, those moments that aren't so smooth and aren't so, aren't so fun and are going kind of lousy. And I think that, you know, we need to have some of that in us, some of that grit, right? That ability to push when things get hard, you know, when things aren't that lovely, smooth, and I'm kind of laughing, right? Because it doesn't really exist, but like that smooth straight line of success where everything just goes up and to the right in this beautiful pattern, you know, and really we know it's full of like ups and downs and turns and and swirls and whatever else. Um, But to get in there and have some grit and know that, you know, we can push through this moment and that it's temporary, whether it's a learning situation or, you know, you're going through a funk or your dog's just not getting it or you're just not getting something or, you know, you're having a a long trouble with your contacts or trouble with your weaves or something like that. And you're, you're pushing through because you have some, you're being tenacious really. And you have some grit about it and you know that it's worth it if you just put the work in. So there's all these little different ways to talk about pushing through 
some like the latter one, you know, the one I just spoke about rather can be like that grit part can be really good and really helpful. And it's sort of based in some parts of discipline, some determination. And, you know, that underneath it all is this goal that is driving you forward. And hopefully your why is really strong that you, that it holds you up on those days where times are really tough. Um, and I think that that's really important that we have this ability to push through when things get hard or when things are challenging or when we don't quote feel like working, right? Because, you know, I've talked about this before, but like we're not always going to be motivated, right? We, we can't wait to be motivated before we pick up a, a stick of cheese. You know, we can't wait um, to be motivated before we maybe, you know, do something about our own fitness or our dog's fitness or their, our dog's conditioning, right? I think February in general in North America is kind of a tricky time of year. I mean, the days are shorter. I mean, although they're getting longer, thank goodness, but the days are shorter. You know, it's colder out. The weather's crappy. Maybe there's snow in your backyard. You know, maybe you're just not feeling it. And so on these days, it is it is harder because you can't count on your motivation. You know, there's nothing like that first sunny day in spring where you're like, let's go outside and let's do all the things and let's, you know, find the equipment and, and bring it out and do all, you know, we don't have that feeling, you know, for a lot of us anyway. And so those are the days where we have to look back at our goals and see what it is that we're really working on and find that discipline, find that grit, find that ability to push through to the other side, knowing that it may not pay off today, it may not even be fun today, but it you are making an investment in your future, right? That every run, every practice, every time you, you know, construct some deliberate training where you're really working on something that has a line dotted or straight to the goals that you have set for yourself, right? Those are those days that you really need to be able to connect it so that your discipline kicks in when your motivation wanes, right? So I think that is a really important, it's a skill, kind of, sort of, but it's also, I, I think it's kind of one of those muscles, you know, that people talk about, like, well, it's a muscle. It's not actually a muscle, but it's like, it's something that you build that gets stronger, that, you know, that there is some studies that say that when people who are able to do the thing they don't want to do, that actually they've, they've, they've mapped that in the brain, which I find fascinating, but they've mapped that in the brain that people who are able to do things when they don't want to do them, um, there's an area of the brain that grows when that happens. And uh, people who give in to, you know, or don't do the thing, that area of the brain can actually shrink. And so it is not really a muscle <laughs> in the fact that you are growing a part of your brain every time you do the thing that you don't want to do. And that could be everything from, you know, getting your steps in um, to working out, you know, if that's personal or cleaning up your eating or eating, just eating better at a trial or something like that could be training your dogs when you don't want to picking up that cheese and doing five minutes of something, you know, when you really, you guys have been in all day because it's cold or snowy or rainy or windy or whatever it is this time of year. And so every time you do that, you are making a difference in your brain. And then you also keep kind of a promise to yourself. And so then you start to believe in yourself a little more, right? That self-talk 
um, is starting to have a conversation with someone who comes through on their promises to themselves, right? And I think that's really important that we come through for ourselves, right? We do the things we tell ourselves we're going to do. It's really easy to not work your dogs on any given day at home, right? Because who's watching? Who's, who's holding you accountable? And so when we don't have an accountability partner or we don't have some mechanism, right, that someone knows, um, it's really easy just to not do the thing. So, but every time we push through and every time we, you know, show up for ourselves and we commit, we, we follow through on the commitments we made to ourselves, not only do we start to trust ourselves more, but we wonder what else could we possibly do, right? If I can keep this up, if I can, you know, work my dogs five days in a row, you know, even if it's just for five minutes in the living room, what else are we capable of doing, right? And you start to believe in yourself more because you know that you'll show up for yourself. You know, I think, you know, people who do workout programs or something like that, even like there's so many great home things now that you can do or, you know, eat right, you know, the for a week at a time or something like that or, or do like commit to like a seven day, you know, veggies only, veg, fruits and veggies only or something like that kind of a thing. I mean, again, they're doing the hard thing and then proving to themselves that they can do the hard thing. And I think that that's really important. And I also think that it's important to, um, if you're going to do something like that, again, whether it's work the dog or have a salad, um, that you start realistically so that you can build upon that, right? Um, I hate running, right? I, I, I work out regularly, but I do not enjoy running. I've never enjoyed the zone of it. I've never enjoyed any part of running. Okay. So if I told myself that like, I'm going to start running and I'm going to do the couch to 5k thing and I'm going to start running tomorrow, the amount of excuses I would come up with to avoid doing that would be creative and imaginative and quite impressive. Okay. Because I would have a reason every, I, I would have 10 reasons every day not to do that. Okay. So that would be an unrealistic goal that I would set. Even working my dogs for an hour every day would be unrealistic because I'm not going to, I can't count on myself to do that. Well, then I start, the self-talk comes in, right? Then I'm calling myself names and then I'm a failure and then I don't come through for myself. And then, you know, my self-talk is you never do what you say you're going to do, right? Instead, if I started easier, like, hey, you know, I'm going to go make sure I get my steps in tomorrow. Well, that's a lot more reasonable and believable, and I'm more likely to do it. So as soon as I do it, then I'm likely to do it again, right? Because I've become, in my mind, a person who, a person who works their dog regularly, a person who gets up and prioritizes their own like health and fitness or whatever, right? A person who makes sure that I'm stretching or getting in my mobility and my flexibility in the morning or, you know, doing my gratitude uh, lists, you know, every day or something like that, right? We want to be able to say about ourselves that I'm a person who, and then be able to finish that sentence. So in a lot of cases, that means pushing through the things when, and doing the things that we maybe don't really feel like doing, right? So you could call that determination. Again, a will, I hate the term willpower <laughs> because I feel like I have a lot of will and desire and sometimes just a, not a lot of discipline. So for me, the key word's discipline, but maybe it's a different word for you and you have to find your word, okay? Make it personal. But I think that 
you know, they always say that like discipline steps in when motivation wanes. So to have that discipline to, you know, be a person with grit who pushes through is really going to send a message to your self-talk that you are that person. Okay. All right. So in a second, I want to talk about pushing through when it's maybe not so healthy. Okay. Be right back. Quick question, do you ever wish you had more mindset help? Well, the Q membership was created just for that reason. Every month we pick a topic and then we have four lessons, which are kind of like these podcasts that we dive deeper into. And so if you are ready for more, you're ready for more mindset work, think about joining the Q membership. Annual members get a free coaching session, but you can also choose the monthly option as well. Go to theqcoach.com to learn more. Let's get back to the episode. So there are some other times that pushing through has nothing to do with discipline, okay? It has more to do with kind of that that concept of like getting through life or getting through something or doing things because you think you should or because there's uh, some outside force has some expectation or you're putting internal pressure on yourself. Um, or, you know, maybe you're just going through grief, for instance, and you're pushing through that. All right. And remember, remember, I believe that grief can be for a whole bunch of things. It can be, you know, as big as losing a dog or as, you know, or it can be all the way to, you know, grief over not finishing a title by the end of the year, you know, or not making finals or nationals or qualifying or all those things. All those things are forms of grief, right? When we have to let go of something that we don't really want to let go of. And so sometimes pushing through is something that we think we need to do, but maybe we need a little self-care or maybe we need to take a break or we need to know when to push through and when we need to rest. And I'm going to use the kind of extreme example of losing a dog because I feel like lately I've been pushing through, right? I've been, you know, there's a point where you do have to still get up in the morning and do your life and get on with things because the world doesn't stop rotating just because, you know, you are going through something, right? And so I think when we hit those moments, the best that we can do for ourselves is I'm going to use a phrase like take turns. It's kind of a weird use of that phrase, but it's what's jumping to mind. But like maybe alternate is better. So like alternating, pushing through and getting up and doing your daily thing, but then also saying, you know what, I'm going to bed early or I'm going to go take a nap or I'm going to do something for myself. I'm going to go eat well or eat terribly, right? Go have some ice cream or whatever, or do some, so, so, you're having moments of pushing through and you're having moments of rest or you're having moments of pushing through life and doing your life as normal. And then you have moments that are just for yourselves. And I think that what it really comes down to is a form of balance. You know, I hesitate to use the word balance and that's why I'm saying a form of balance because I don't think balance necessarily means equal, right? It's just that you're sort of trying to balance out when you are pushing and when you are resting. And it's not dissimilar to how we work our dogs, right? We're working them. Maybe we'll go on a jag where they are trialing every weekend for six weeks. And then we're going to, you know, come back and, and, 
quote, alternate or balance that out with some, some real rest where they don't have to do any sport at all. They're just literally resting. Maybe they're still going for walks and, and things like that or different forms of conditioning, but they're, they're getting some rest. They're getting some time off, right? So I think that that is similar with us and we have to do that for ourselves and for our dogs, right? We have to balance that. That's why I'm such a big advocate of like when you plan out your year, making sure that you're planning for rest because we have to not just be pushing our dogs all the time either, right? They, they're going to push for us all the time. We have to be the ones that, you know, put the brakes on or make sure that we're scheduling in rest for them. So when we're going through these moments of where it's hard for us, and again, it could be from, the disappointment of like missing a title or, you know, not making, you know, not qualifying for something or, or what have you. And you need to time to process that. And you owe it to yourself to process that in what, however long it takes to do that. Um, or it could be as, or a rehab or something like that, that you're facing an injury or something for yourself or for your dog, you know, even in the rehab process, you know, that's a great example of when, you know, a rehab professional will push you, but then also urge you to rest or ice or what have you, right? So you have moments of pushing and you, and you come back. So there is this sort of flow or wave pattern that in and out kind of a thing that nature does on its own and that we need to kind of pay more attention to or take more cues from it and know when to push and know when to rest and be able to build that in for ourselves that that recovery that is mental emotional physical maybe even spiritual you know whatever that means for you to know how to use that cycle in your benefit right? To know when to push and know when you're, you know, you're just being kind of lazy or, I mean, we all know the excuses that we make in our heads, right? I mean, I can talk myself out of working out any day and I really enjoy it. Like I actually, I enjoy working out. It's always been a part of my life forever and ever. And yet I can still make a really good excuse not to work out on a given day, right? I know I'll feel better when I do it, but, 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 you know, so, um, We need to figure out how in our lives we are going to balance discipline and rest and pushing through and knowing when to not push or knowing when pushing is actually detrimental, whether it's detrimental to us physically, to our dogs physically, or to us mentally, our dogs mentally, emotionally, spiritually, what have you. You need to sort of respect the cycle, if you will. And so um, I think that we need to do that with our friends too, like as we're supporting our friends, be able to see when they're pushing in a good way or when they probably need to rest um, or when we can help them push through and or when we can help them rest, right? We can sometimes, sometimes it's easier to see it in others and not as easy to see it in ourselves, right? So I think you know, just kind of very simply, you know, this concept of pushing through, you know, I think is almost also cultural, you know, we'll hear people say, Oh, you just got to push through it. You just got to, you know, you just got to get to the other side. You just got to, you know, buck up and just push, push, push. Right, right, right. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of cliche American work ethic sort of thing, maybe. And maybe that's where it comes from, or maybe it's generational and, I just had the generation of parents who sort of were into that thing. Um, But I think that 
when we say that we're pushing through, I want us to use that phrase much more consciously or not at all. Um, but to know when we are need to push and we have discipline about it and it's, we, this, the, the situation calls for a little bit of grit on our parts. And when this is a situation we're like, Nope, this is a situation where I need to take a step back and sort of balance it out with some rest. Okay. All right. So that's it. Very easy this week, very easy message this week. Um, but as you are like going to on your way to a trial this week, or as you are training this week, or as you're just kind of thinking about your schedule this week, I want you to make sure that you are pushing. I'm not telling you to just like, you know, kick the kick your feet up and be like, not now I'm busy resting. I want you to build in or to really look at your schedule for the coming week, or really think about when you are pushing and when you are balancing that out right? When you are pushing through, are you doing it because you want to, because you have a goal, because you have are on a mission and you like are trying to stay on task and you are showing grit and you are showing determination and you are showing dedication to those goals. And when you are pushing maybe because, but it's not being productive, right? Or it's not being helpful or healthful. So I think that is the key difference is if we can become aware of the pushing ourselves when we need to and being able to be our own best cheerleaders and our own advocates and our own disciplinarians, right? And be able to get ourselves moving and be able to self-motivate, right? And when we need to balance that out and be a little less hard on ourselves or a little less hard on our dogs or not push our dogs so much, right? So it's the building of the awareness. That's part one. Always start with awareness. I feel like I say that every week for whatever topic we're talking about. But then the other thing is like, be aware of that in your schedule. Like as you sit down, I mean, that's part of the reason like the planner is the way it is, is because I want you to sit down and look at your week ahead and think about like, okay, where am I training? When am I going to class? Where am I pushing? And then look at your schedule as a whole and be like, where am I resting? You know, when, you know, oh, there, here's this like five week push that we are making between now and the end of the qualifying period makes sense. Great. What am I going to do to balance that out afterwards? What am I doing to rest my dogs? What am I doing to rest myself? What are we doing maybe in the middle of that for fun? right? You know, I'm a big proponent of joy. So like maybe I'm scheduling a hike in there or swimming in there or something that my dog loves to do in the middle of this quote push to the end of the year, the qualifying period, what have you. Um, how can I balance that out? So if we think about it that way, right, then I think it's a little bit of a shift in perspective of how we look at our schedule and our or calendar or even our week ahead, we start looking for, ooh, we're, we're just working. Like I've scheduled this dog for two classes this week, plus a trial. Um, maybe I need to like see when I can get a massage appointment for them or a chiropractic appointment, or maybe just on Tuesday, we just need to go for a hike in the woods. You know, maybe I need to get my butt in the car and drive them to the park and take them on their favorite hike or something like that. And yeah, that kind of will require some discipline on our parts because we'll probably have five excuses of why we don't want to do that on that day. Um, but again, it's that balance of knowing when to push through and knowing when that you need to shift gears. And maybe that's a better way to say it, right? Because everybody doesn't want, oh, I don't have time to be like lazy. Who has time to rest? Da, 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 da. I promise you, if you and your dogs 
are allow yourself to recover. Maybe you don't think of it as rest. Re- if rest is a dirty word for you, allow yourselves to recover. You will be much in much better shape mentally and physically to be able to do what you need to do, right? So a healthy mindset, a healthy competitive mindset is taking care of themselves, right? And looking at this holistically pushing when need be, having discipline and determination and grit when need be, and also knowing how to refuel and restore themselves. Okay. So think about that. Think about how you're pushing through in good ways, how you're maybe pushing through in bad ways, and how you can kind of restore the balance to for yourself and for your dogs and how that might be impacting your mindset like are you just getting like fatigued like or it's the same old same old or maybe you can't get excited about trials right now or something like that because it's just becoming monotonous so think about that and think about what um, place kind of this conversation has in helping you get maybe more fun or um, get this balance all kind of worked out okay all right so Food for thought this week, whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a great week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. Check out my Dogged Planner workbook and journal available on Amazon. Just search for Dogged Planner. I also offer monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out all the ways you can work on your mindset. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at theqcoach and let me know how it's going. Finally, please share, subscribe, and leave a review. This helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.